for me, I don't miss Formula One because I mean, I had a great time. It was quite long. I mean, I, I raced 16 years, you know. I don't miss uh, to be there every race. It was a, a big job. But I miss competition, you know. I miss to compete. And uh, that's why also I want to carry on. And I think Formula E is a great uh, championship for that. Thank you very much again for tuning in. Another episode here, Beyond Victory today, Felipe Massa, Ferrari legend, for today's purposes, also president of the Go-Karting World Federation, since yeah. we're going to the Go-Karting World Championships, and finally also Venturi Formula E driver now. Yeah. How's it going? Great. Fantastic. Good. So it's a little bit too early for us to go. Uh, crazy time. <laughs> to, go, to go for a race that we are not actually racing. But uh, I'm happy, everything is great. I'm sure you are also. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this because, uh, well, I have the um, Karting Academy. Yeah. And I'm actually very excited because uh, my the two drivers who are racing for me really have the chance to become world champions today. They were, they're right at the front, uh, winning all the races all the way up to the final. So it uh, it's going to be pretty crazy day i think and I'm, nice. I'm really looking forward to it and it brings back so much memories you know the, the two of us yeah we started yeah. of course in in, in go-karting and the, it, it's such intense competition already yeah. it's, it's cool exactly. i think is uh i would say maybe most of the experience you learn is from karting then you get better after karting but i think you know i, I spent i don't know maybe nine years racing karting even maybe more it's a great uh, experience. You learn a lot. And uh, I think it's really fantastic to give something back for karting. Did you do go-karting in Europe as well? No, no. Just, just Brazil. I didn't have money yeah. to, to do karting <laughs> in Europe. So this is also another point, trying to make it less expensive. I think this is an important point. because, uh, And also to make karting more important. I mean, we're going to the World Championship of karting and we need to have a better promotion. You know, we need to have like more televisions, more promotion, digital network that the dads can pay less money, but also they can show their sponsor, you know. Uh, so I think that is a lot to do in karting and, uh, <laughs> and I, I think it's to, important. I have to laugh. Sorry, I have to laugh because you have the cable over your face. Yeah. <laughs> you, you also. If you wanna, do I really? <laughs> All right. Sorry, but that no, was it's a, good. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, so that was an important point, of course, which is great that you're looking into that. Yeah. Because, I mean, budgets at the moment are like 150,000 euros yeah, huh? something for, like that. for yeah. young kids to, yeah. to pay for a season, which is completely mad. Huh? Yeah. And so that's cool. That w What's your main plan to try and bring down those, those costs? Well, I think the main plan for the moment is trying to make karting with more promotion, having more promotion, having more television, having more... I see that uh, many races always in Europe. I think we need to expand a little bit more. We need to have countries that they are very interesting to have the races the world championship also uh, important races you know that we can promote better so it's a lot to do i cannot do alone huh? but this is some of the points that I, I have in my mind but you're right because even me having a team yeah i'm trying to follow what they're doing yeah it's so difficult yeah it is. Like, so I have to dig through the CIK, yeah. FIA websites it is, it is. Yeah. and start to look at individual heats yeah. and modules. And it's like, it's a mission, yeah? yeah? So that's a good point that you're yeah. saying, that it would be great to, to try and make it much more obvious what's going on. No? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. 
And um, apart from that, you're really getting into the Formula E groove lately. Lots of testing. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? It's going well, for sure. We are testing a lot. I mean, I'm learning because it's complete. I think you drove the car. You 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 understand more or less what I, how it is the the difference between Formula E and Formula One is complete different mentality. You know, the car is different. The way of driving is different. The track is different. It's like a new challenge. You know, I'm learning how to understand the car, how to drive the car. It's difficult to to say uh, how we are because we always testing alone only one car but uh i'm happy so i'm learning getting better you know every session and uh, i'm happy i'm really happy with the championship so it's a uh, in my view is is it is the championship that is growing more uh, around the world and uh, i'm pretty happy to to be part of it yeah it's amazing huh, how it's come along yeah. and how now you can f you can really feel that there's movement huh, and yeah. more interest and lots of people who want to know how's yeah. it going and everything so and you no, I'm not driving. Driving? Yeah. No, 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 no. Why? No. Driving finished. Because um, for me, it was just the perfect closing huh? of the of the chapter. Yeah, it just feels good like that. And and I'm loving the other things that I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah, in business, and so I don't I don't feel the need that. But I, you don't um, feel like for me, I don't miss Formula One because I mean, I had a great time. It was quite long. I mean, I, I raced sixteen years. You know, I don't miss uh, to be there. Every race, it was a, a big job, you know. I a mean, massive, a massive course, job, yeah, you know. Everybody uh, thinks we are going just race <laughs> on Sunday, but it's it is a massive job every week in the factory, simulators. It's is a lot, you know. But I miss competition, you know. I miss to compete, and uh, that's why also I want to carry on. And I think Formula E is a great uh, championship for that. No, but that's nice to hear that yeah. you moved on like that from from Formula One. Also, that's yeah. cool. And honestly, this morning in the car, when you started speaking about Formula E, I had a short moment where I was like, damn, I could have done that too, actually. Why not? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's 12 races, travel the world. It's so much easier than Formula One. Uh, why not? But no, no, for me, it's finished. And, and I'm very happy like that. And, and you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm part of the championship also yeah, in, yeah, in a different no, way. Yeah. So I am following and looking forward to, to the races and, and seeing how it goes. One, one important question, though, is I drove the Formula E myself in, in Berlin. And... After four laps, I was absolutely knackered. Yeah, <laughs> and the fifth lap, the fifth lap, I could not have done it 100 percent anymore. Can you please reassure me and tell me that it's not just me, but the steering wheel is actually quite heavy? So first of all, I think maybe we need to train a little. Bit. You need to train a little bit with me in the gym in Monaco. Or, you That's know? possible. That's why I'm don't asking stop. You. Don't stop. And uh, yeah, the steering wheel is pretty heavy. Uh, okay, so you can reassure me. Yeah? Not. I don't feel anything on my neck, <laughs> to be honest, compared to Formula One. But the, actually, the steering wheel is really, really heavy. So you feel. You feel your arms, and uh, I understand what you're saying. Okay, that's good. And you haven't even driven on a street circuit yet, no. I think. Huh? So maybe no, that would be... No, but I mean, we're testing in the, in the normal circuit that the, the grip level maybe is even higher than the, the street circuit. I think maybe it will be a little bit lighter. I don't know, but I think it can be a bit lighter in the street circuit than the, the track that I'm driving on. Why do you say that? Because you have less grip on the seat tracks, you know? So the grip level makes the steering wheel even a little bit harder, yeah. no? Well, you, you forgot yeah. everything about... Is about it like that? that? I mean, Monaco... No, Monaco is quite heavy on yeah, the steering wheel. Or not? You think? No? What, used Monaco, to be, no. I think? It's heavier in the high-speed corners. More heavy. Yeah, yeah, okay. In that you know? sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I can't remember. Anyways... <laughs> No, um, but what I what I really wanted to uh, touch on actually is uh, for for this podcast was to yeah. speak also a little bit about uh, about Michael, 
Yeah. Because we both had the unique experience yes, of being teammates with him for... Uh, you only had one year, didn't you? One okay. year. Well, two, right. because one year, uh, 2003, I was test driver. I was all the time with him testing together. So I would say even two. And I had uh, I had three three years yeah. with him. A little bit different, of course, because yeah. when when I had it, it was his sure. comeback, and yeah. you had him in in his absolute prime. <laughs> Let, let's go through. I mean, also one of the reasons for for doing podcasts is I would really like to you as a listener yeah. uh, try and give you some great insights where maybe all of us can also learn something from. Yeah. So yeah. let's try and uh, Michael. Abs- I mean, it's there's a reason why he's seven time world champion. Yeah, yes. it's because his approach was just phenomenal. So maybe try and if we try and approach it by a couple of topics. First of all, the energy that he had, yeah. no, for for doing this uh, really really intense Formula One job yes. was incredible. No, I mean, first of all, Michael, he was like a master for me because I arrived, I was still young, my first year in Ferrari. Ferrari was his team, you know. So I arrived there, and I I was treating him like. A master because I mean I was always a big fan of him and then suddenly I am a teammate so it was an amazing experience for me I learned a lot with him really I mean because uh, everything that he was doing I was like watching asking even asking too much and he was very nice with me for sure if I was not quicker than him you know <laughs> so sometimes when I was quick and I was even uh, asking he you could see that he was not you know <laughs> <laughs> telling everything in the in the normal way you even know? back then when even, you were a test even like them yeah. yeah i'm saying also i mean when we were racing together you know test driver was a bit easier but uh, when we were when we were racing to racing together it was uh, sometimes it was a little bit tricky to get everything out from him which is normal anyway and uh, knowing also his personality i mean he has a, a very strong personality you know so as he, i guess you know but i mean he was he was huge he was and he's still huge for me, you know, and uh, I was trying to use him as really a, a teacher, as really a master. And uh, I had amazing uh, relationship, but also amazing learning uh, with him in so many different things, the way of working with the team. Uh, also, he was very close to, to the team, to the engineers, to the mechanics, sometimes quite hard, but you need to be. But he was uh, really having the team like as his team, you know. But that's one of the big yeah. strengths that he had. Yeah. It's his team building yeah. capacity, you know? And he managed to get so much respect yeah. internally from everybody. Everybody. So how the people was working and was treating him, it was unbelievable. And uh, I learned a lot with him also in the technical side, I would say. So which he was, uh, the feeling that he had from the car, the capacity of also maybe taking the best out of the uh, lap on the qualifying, but I mean the best out of the, the race and trying to understand everything, even uh, speaking a lot in the radio. It, it was unbelievable how much he was talking with the, with the engineers, with, with the team uh, during the race, trying to understand everything that was happening in the race. You know. Yeah. Um, so I'm just for you listening, I'm going to try and structure that a little bit. So the first one is really caring uh? caring for his team and yeah. authentically caring yes, yes. Uh? and that just gives such a power mm-hmm. because then everybody is is supporting you so much and yes. and wanting you to win uh. and it even internally gives you a power over your teammate because uh? you always 100%. you always manage to get yeah. preferential treatment because yeah, you are sure. the number one uh? yeah so uh <laughs> caring i think is one of his big big strengths yeah. and, and he was a proper number one in the team yeah yeah for of sure. course he yeah. was uh 
sometimes even a bit tricky, you know, for me. But um, I would say I learned so much, and I was at the beginning. So I think if I if I race with him uh, in the second part of my career, it would have been a little bit more difficult. Maybe it's more or less what you had, I would say. Maybe. It <laughs> <So laughs> was difficult. It, was a, it would have been a little bit more difficult because then, I mean, you're not on the first year, you know, in a big team. You are already, you know, fighting for the, for the championship, fighting for the best, and then could have been a little bit more tricky. And, I mean, his dedication, yeah, it was just... Yeah. Uh, was just unbeatable no yeah. every day all day long just thinking about racing and interacting physical, with the team physical training, always thinking about uh, what he needs you know from the team from the car so yeah he was uh, he was a, an example i would say for for a driver in, in so many uh, different areas you know that uh, to be on the top is amazing to see what he was doing you know did that also motivate you to have a sure. much more professional yeah, approach huh? and yes. dedicate focus? Yes. Yeah. For sure. I mean, when I arrive, for sure you have your training, you have your, 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 your trainer, the way you are doing, but then you, you're just uh, developing a lot because you see that it was not enough. Yeah. yeah. No, for me as well, that was yeah. a really eye-opening experience. And then... And uh, how was with you? Well, it's all, I mean, it's all very similar, right? but I didn't, um, because I was further along in my career, which is what you were saying. Yeah. So I didn't see him or accept him so much as a mentor. For me, he was really my absolute uh, extreme rival. Uh -huh. And so yeah. already that brought a little bit of a different dynamic. Yeah, but not, you, you did very well. Yeah, but it was a different time of the career because huh? yeah. he, he was in his comeback. So he wasn't in his prime anymore when he came back. And you could see that in inconsistencies. Yeah, yeah? He, When he did... The good days, yeah. he was still at his absolute best. Yeah. He even did pole position in Monaco in, Monaco, in, I remember. in 2012. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he um, didn't start. No, he pole. started sixth <laughs> because he had a penalty. Yeah, from because the, the, the weekend rain. before he <laughs> had that down period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was these inconsistencies, and that yeah. was that really um, that was yeah, the indication true. that he wasn't quite at his top anymore. But on the good days, it was still phenomenal. I mean, yeah, some things that were difficult was first of all positioning myself in the team i remember i would go into i would go into strategy meetings yeah before the race and almost they wouldn't even look at me it was just michael yeah even when it came to my strategy it was michael <laughs> so so that was that so that was <laughs> really difficult to get to yeah. like to to get a grip on but I mean, the people in the team were really awesome people. So then I would really speak to them and I would say that for me, that is very difficult. Please respect that and give me the same amount of attention. So I really openly addressed that. And then no problem. Then it worked out. Yeah. And they understood and, and really respected. So, but I had, I had to work at that. Yeah. Because he was like God in the team. Yeah. yeah? Which is the same uh, at Ferrari. Yeah. When he walks into the room, everybody stops working and just, oh my God, he's, he's coming. Yeah. It's like, uh, and I think I think maybe uh, I have a, a good question. That uh, do you think having Michael, uh, he helps to prepare you to have Lewis? After? Ah, big time, <laughs> of course, huge, yeah, 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 huge. Because also Lewis, when he arrived, he was the world champion that arrived. Yeah. When Lewis arrived, I hadn't even won a race, not not even one. So I was like nothing. But it was also and good for you to have Lewis arriving in the new team. Not maybe easier. you arrive in the team yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's, uh, no, of course. you know, of course, uh, <laughs> of course, easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's clear. And also, um, I mean, Michael was incredibly strong. He's a warrior huh, in yeah. his head. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just he he doesn't even need to think about it. It's just there. Yeah. Instinctively. Yeah. 
and the warrior part even goes against the teammate then because I was yeah, the yeah. big rival. Huh? So it's like mentally, <laughs> poh, mentally, he was it's so strong. Such a challenge. Yeah. He's like, uh, it's unbelievably strong, and um, and he would try to get to my head huh? every day. Every day, you, you experience that too all the time. Yeah. yeah? Well, for sure, I was very close to him as a friend, but. Depends how you are starting the weekend. Depends how things going. He's just, uh, you know, trying to. <laughs> he changed a little bit the way he. The for sure we have a great relationship. Anyway, sometimes I was even joke. I mean, just because I, I was quicker than you, you were not saying, you know. But uh, and then he was laughing and changing and getting a little bit better, you know. But for sure, everything is like prepared program, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it's very very extreme. Huh? Yeah. But is there one one specific anecdote that maybe uh, well, I think maybe you know maybe something we can speak is like uh, we both stopped Formula One, so I think maybe it's what it changed for you. I mean, after you you, you retire, or maybe we both can say yeah, something. Yeah, sure. It's a huge life change, yeah. yeah, because the whole even like a big purpose of life is yeah. to win that next race and and to try yeah, and do yeah. well in in Formula One, yeah, and it just ta consumes your 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 life huh because yeah. it goes all the way to friends family everything it's so big and yes and you cannot go to everything in family in the because uh, your your job is the most important thing you know so you are traveling almost every week so then i would say maybe when i stop it the first two three months i was happy because i mean you don't have really everything in your mind that uh, you need to do next week you need to do uh, next day or you need to travel or you need you know it's so many more, you feel more free, I would say. I don't know, I, I felt like that, you know? Because uh, Formula One, I mean, your job is very intense in so many different areas, you know? Not only driving, but working with the team, uh, events, uh, sponsors, uh, expectations. interviews, expectations. How is going to be the new car? How is, you know, you have so many things in your brain and you just feel relaxed and uh, it's a good feeling, I would say. To be honest... I'm not missing really Formula One in, to be there every race, but I miss competition, you know. But uh, I'm a lot more free, you know, inside my inside my mind. Yeah, no, I had a similar experience, but still, I did have to find a new purpose, yeah. huh? which was uh, was an interesting like. Well, even for period, me, yeah. Huh? yeah, I am on this on this period, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. to find my the next step, you yeah. know, of my life, of my job, of my working, and uh, it's not so easy. You know, but with Formula E now you have a yeah, yeah, you have sure. a nice I'm uh, happy, platform. Really. Huh? Yeah, I'm exactly. really happy with the yeah. all my decisions, everything that I'm doing for my future. But I mean, I'm still in the in this process, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's an interesting yeah. one, and for me, for me now also, I'm in I'm in a really happy place in life because family, I can take more time now. So yeah. uh, I don't know if uh, you who's listening. Um, on my social media, I just showed that I went uh, with my my daughter to the first day of preschool. Yeah, yeah, and all these things are, I would have probably missed them before, yeah. and now I can make sure that on that on those days I'm there. Yeah, on birthdays, yeah. important days, and and they are they're so valuable. Yeah, for sure. And and that gives a lot of happiness, and and so it's this flexibility and freedom that you said as well, that is that is new now, and and which I also really enjoy, and then. Yeah, I mean, I have the I have the basis of still being connected to the sport a little bit, doing the TV work, which which is nice to stay in the paddock because it's my environment in yeah. the end, yeah, which I've been in so long, yeah. and I can add value because I've been there recently, so I can really have uh, give some cool insights. And then apart from that, uh, no, I've been doing a lot of 
looking towards the future and like all the electric mobility. Yeah, and also from Lee, for example, because I really believe in that. So that's been something that's that's really been fascinating for me. So this is something I'm exploring to yeah. see the paths that I can take in that direction. Good. Back to uh, Ferrari and Michael. The one thing, of course, I didn't manage to do in my career was drive for Ferrari. And just being in Monza again recently, it's powerful. Huh? Ah, it's How can you say a little bit the emotions of like driving for Ferrari in Monza? Do you feel that ex that just so legendary power? You feel. I think. I mean, for sure, you have so many very important teams. You race for a very important team anyway, a very important brand like Mercedes. But um, you know, Ferrari is like a religion. You know, especially in race in Italy uh, with the fans. I was in Italy as well, not racing, but uh, I still feel the same feeling that I am a Ferrari driver. You know, so they say. Even when I was racing for Williams, you know, all of the fans, they just arrived like they, they believe you are still racing for Ferrari, you know. So, and I think that uh, is amazing to feel, you know, that uh, love from the, from the people. I think f racing for Ferrari is like a religion, you know. And uh, I had an amazing uh, dream come true by being a Ferrari driver for, for a very long time. Uh, but I mean, uh, it's still, you know, uh, inside my, my heart and it's still to see, to feel the love from the people uh, everywhere you go, even even not Italian people, you know. Uh, so it's so strong and uh, it's really an amazing feeling. So it's difficult to explain, you know, in the, in the, in the right words. But I feel the same even now, not even driving, you know, uh, for Ferrari. But they still believe you are part of Ferrari uh, world, Ferrari family. And I think that's it's a great feeling. And it's amazing how the whole country, yeah. it's, it's the only team in the world, yeah? Where the country... Yeah, I think, you know, it, to be honest, you go into a normal race. So I see even the, the racing DTM was not so many people in the grandstand. They just care for Ferrari or maybe for Valentino Rossi. <laughs> so that's the, is the two things that the, they just uh, crazy for. And uh, everything that Ferrari is doing a normal day of testing is full of people, you know, so they love and there is like a religion. Do you think more, even more pressure than in, in some Massive. other teams? Massive. Huge, huh? The pressure you have in Ferrari is like every day. Even if you're winning or if you have a difficult year, the pressure is the same. So even too much. Sometimes you even stress because uh, why? I mean, everything is going well or everything, you know, the car is not competitive, whatever, you know. So every day uh, is a big day. You know, racing this for Ferrari from the country and from the journalists from the, of the country, country, from the journalists, from the expectation, from the team as well. So inside the team also is a big pressure because they feel the pressure like you. Not only the drivers, but also the mechanics, also the engineers, also the people that is is working for Ferrari. So they feel similar pressure, you know. And sometimes it's a little bit too stressful, you know. You see that, especially now, I mean, after so many years that Ferrari is not winning the championship, the pressure is every day, every day. And uh, is, uh, sometimes it's a little bit too much, but that's the way it is. And can you still enjoy it then with such pressure that's there every single day? Yes, you enjoy because it, it is a big pressure. But I mean, you also get used to, to work like that. And uh, you're doing what you love to do. You're racing for one of the most important brands in the world. You enjoy, but doesn't mean you don't feel also the pressure, you know. It is a big pressure. So, And especially, as I said, I mean, now Ferraris, they need to win. 
you know, the, the team needs to win because uh, such a long time that they don't win the championship. And uh, I'm sure the team is feeling the pressure, but also Sebastian, I mean, because you also feel the pressure. So definitely he had a few mistakes that uh, it is also inside, you know. I mean, I, I think some of those mistakes have been coming from pressure. Yeah. Also from the team, yeah? They messed up now again in Singapore. Yes. It looks like it. Yeah. But then again, now we come into a period where suddenly the pressure is gone because now they're not the favorites anymore. Oh. So possibly this could now help them to yeah, make a I mean, comeback. Yeah, but I mean, it's also true that uh, Lewis is doing an amazing job. I mean, to see what he did in the in Monza race, but also in now in Singapore, the qualifying he did, it was just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you see the on board, the camera. It was just amazing. You know, he's doing. He deserves. I know that he's quite a good driver. <laughs> he deserves. So and uh, and he has zero pressure. No, no, no. That's not true. He has zero pressure. No, 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 no. He Impossible. He's true. now the favorite. He's up. He's, he's the out favorite. Front. But I mean, no, 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 no. Man, when you don't win, the first time the pressure you have is massive. But when you win after four times in a row, I mean. Doesn't change. It changed. No, still there. It changed because I mean, if he doesn't win, everybody's it's fine. Everybody's accepting. No, 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 no. I, I think so. I think for for him in the car, and he has a lot less pressure this year. I, I'm sure. That I'm I sure. You I can see. You can see the way he's he's uh, he's driving. There is is uh, he's taking things a bit easier. You know, and and things is easier for him to show. You know, the 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 job that he's showing is is easier. I think he's, uh, he, he feels much less the pressure now. This year, I feel that he has uh, much less pressure compared to some other occasions, you know? Well, let's see. Huh? Let's see how the season finishes. It will be a good finish. We just had the notification from Oliver that we have to go. So we do one let's more go. question. Ah, yeah. um, okay. Michael, best of all time in the history of the sport in your eyes? Yes. Yeah? I think Fernando? so. Fernando? Yeah. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck. You got the two. <laughs> As teammates, but I I, I put both in the same level. Okay, I also had Lewis, so uh, both yeah, in the same level. Put exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I put, yes, I put Michael and Fernando in the same level. They are really amazing drivers, and they have a complete everything in the amazing uh, way, the best everything together. So I put them as a completely driver on the top, both together. All right, good ending there. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're gonna rush off now to fly to Sweden. And tune in for the next one. Bye-bye. Right. Let's go. Thank you, Felipe. Thank you.